In today's episode, we are going to look at the dangerous route that is causing many job seekers in African countries, especially the unskilled and semi-skilled unemployed individuals, to sweat without a cause in the Middle East. We will look at several individual cases where African workers' lives in the Middle East have been claimed by the quote Arab masters and lastly how we can mitigate these issues so buckle up as we travel this long journey in the hot sands of the Middle East Hi everyone, welcome to another episode on Insight with Dambundo Kennedy. This podcast is where we share about our social and cultural lives or what happens in our daily lives. So today I'm going to be talking about the dangers that lack for those who are unskilled and semi-skilled individuals who are seeking employment in the Arab countries. First off, if you are looking for a job in an Arab country, there is a correct process or there are correct processes that you can follow for, uh, in order for you to be able to, to get a job in the Arab countries. And there are many websites and resources that can help you learn about the different job opportunities available in the region. Once you've found a few jobs that you're interested in, you can then start contacting the employers directly. And one of the resources I would like uh, to invite you listeners to is uh, there are a number of employment opportunities in the Arab countries, especially in the airline industry. Like for example, the Qatar Airways, you can go and check their website. They have numerous or uh, quite a number of employment opportunities you can look out for. Also, the the Etihad Airways has uh, quite a number of uh, employment opportunities that you can apply for. And some of these employ uh, these uh, opportunities don't even require that you you are that skilled like a cabin crew member, a cabin crew employee, all you need is a certain a number or a certain height that you are required to achieve and the ability to lift a certain amount of weight of luggage then also you don't need uh, to have a, a tattoo on your body that is evident and most li- most of the times they they will require you even not to have a tattoo anywhere for you to be accepted in that uh, job and you can find out about 
more on this in the website of the Qatar Airways or the Etihad and so on. And if I happen to find other websites that offer a good job opportunity for foreigners, I'll be able and gladly to share with you. Also, it's important to be prepared when you are contacting employers. This will mean having a good resume and a cover letter and also be able to speak about your skills and experience in detail. This is when you have applied over the internet or over their website because most of the foreigners are required to apply through their internet, their website. And once you have done that, if you are successfully, if you get successful to be called by the employer for an interview, then you should be prepared for that also. And let's take a look at uh, other means, and especially this, I mean, uh, this way or this method that most Africans and people or, or people from the South Asia they end up using this method in order for them to get access to job opportunities in the Arabian countries and this method is via a bureau or an agency and there are quite a number of dangers associated with seeking employment through the bureaus or agencies. One of them is that bureaus are largely fraudulent. They, they may promise you a job that may not exist or they may take your money and then disappear. And many cases have been heard about such incidences where you pay a certain agency or a bureau and they promise you that they will find a job for you in the Arab countries or any other countries and the next day you come for your documents where, or you come to check on them you find that the place they had been uh, involved they had been using for their purpose or their activities is empty or there is another activity going on there and then you may end up getting frustrated about the about the the kind of commonship that you fell into another thing is about the exorbitant fees they charge for their services and you find that in the bureaus most of them will charge you more than is expected of you to go to the Arab countries. And if you do calculation where you, you had applied with, without using the bureaus or agents, you applied for your visa or your passport, you find that it's much cheaper than using the bureaus. And also the 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 money for transport 
also ends up being cheaper than the total cost that you would have used while accessing your 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 job in the arab countries using the bureaus also these bureaus can exploit you in many ways like uh, charging the exorbitant fees and in other 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 ways also you find that most uh, i'll say that most of the people who happen to be applying for the jobs in the arab countries are likely to be women or young girls and they are forced to live in a certain or in a certain uh, house where they are they they say that they are being trained on how they can behave after they have gone in the arab countries however when you when you happen to visit those uh, houses where they they house these young girls and women you find that it's a it's a very devastating place to be and as such you find that many even can end up getting uh, some diseases or, or even some even might end up going hungry also you find that these bureaus some of them happen to be involved in human trafficking they will corner you or cheat you that you will be employed in the arab countries however once you have traveled overseas let's say you are promised to go to qatar and then once you are in the plane you find that when you land you land in a certain area let's say like uh, saudi arabia and then a certain people will come to pick you up however where you end up being you find that it's a very dangerous place and many people have been uh, have found themselves in such uh, situations where they cannot even contact their people back home and they don't even know where their embassy is and as such the only thing that awaits them is either death or if they are lucky enough they can be able to escape the bad ordeal that that was awaiting for them also these bureaus sometimes they lack or most of the times they lack transparency about the terms and conditions of their employment contracts and this can make it difficult for workers to know what they are getting themselves into in some cases the dangers of seeking employment through these bureaus or agencies can be fatal to those who are seeking who are job seekers like for example in 2019 a 26 year old indian or sorry uh, 26 year 26 indian workers died in a fire at a construction site in saudi arabia these workers had been brought to saudi arabia by a bureau and they were reportedly working in dangerous conditions also the same year a 23 year old malawian woman named precious mkandawire died in qatar after being forced to work 8 18 hours 
18-hour a day in sweltering heat. Her employer, a construction company, was later found guilty of labor trafficking and fined $1 million. In 2020, a 29-year-old Kenyan woman named Agnes Wanjiru was found dead in her employer's apartment in Dubai. She had been working as a domestic worker and had reportedly been subjected to, to physical and sexual abuse. Her employer was later arrested and charged with murder. These are just several examples among many other cases that we have had of the African immigrants into the Arabian countries or the and also those from the South Asia who happened to have succumbed in the Middle East while working for abusive employers. And one of the factor is that they happen to have used the bureau to go to work there. And this bureau back home, all they do is enjoy the amount of profit they make while subjecting their fellow their fellow countrymen or countrywomen into such ordeal also another problem is the fact that many migrant workers are not allowed to leave their employers without their permission making them vulnerable to exploitation as you have seen there are many dangers of uh, that awaits those unskilled and semi-skilled individuals who are seeking employment through a bureau and this uh, this can have a devastating impact on their lives they can be left stranded in a foreign country without a job money or a way to get home as they even don't know where their embassy is located they may also be forced to work in dangerous conditions for long hours and for very little pay they may also be subjected to physical and emotional abuse and for that reason i would ask many governments in africa to take this as their responsibility to protect their citizens from the dangers of seeking employment through a bureau. And they can do this by regulating the bureaus and uh, by, uh, by ensuring that they are legitimate and that they are not exploiting their workers. And this can be done by requiring bureaus to have a license, by conducting inspections, and by punishing bureaus that violate the law. Also, they can provide education and training to their citizens about the dangers of seeking employment through a bureau. This can be done through schools, community centers, and government websites. Apart from that, they can work, these African countries or the South Asian countries can work with other countries to crack down on human trafficking and other forms of exploitation. And this can be done by sharing information 
and conducting joint operations by providing support and by providing support to victims who have fallen in the hands of these rogue bureaus and those rogue uh, Arab employers. Lastly, they can ensure that there is a best way for people to get to Arab countries or any other countries where they want to seek employment. The government can talk to those countries and ensure that there is a, a certain process or a certain website, if possible, where people can go or visit and apply for a job and are assured that that by applying via the website or a certain way, they can be assured that they get the best job or the best treatment after they are employed in those foreign countries. Therefore, my dear listeners, if you are seeking employment through a bureau, I urge you to do your research and be aware of the dangers involved. By taking these steps, you can protect yourself from the exploitation and ensure that you have a positive experience working in the Arab world. And before I finish today's episode, I would like to ask you that you should, sorry, I would like to let you know that before visiting the Arab countries or before you, want, you, you start your employment journey or you start your job search journey to the Arab countries, you should know that there are certain things that are different from your, your daily routine and especially to those who are not, are not Islam. So before you go to those Arab countries, you should know that there will be language barrier. And if you don't speak Arabic, it can be difficult to communicate with the employer. And also, at times, you may find, uh, if you are lucky, your employer may be able to understand your, the English language. And if you happen to know English and also even French, sometimes most of these Arab Arabians understand French and you can be able to communicate with them. Also, there is this issue about their culture. As you know, most Arab countries and I think all of them, they are under the Islamic Sharia. They are guided by the Islamic laws. So if you are not an Islam, just know that before you visit Arabia, especially if you are a woman, you should know what type of clothing you should be able to put on. Also men, if you go there, you should be able to understand how to interact with the women or girls in those nations. It's not like uh, in these other nations where Islam is not dominant. 
where it happens that uh, most men are just mistreating their women or they mishandle the girls and they go unpunished. Uh, you, you should know that the laws in Arab countries are very strict. Also, you should know that they have a system called kafala. This is a, this is a sponsorship system that is used in many Arab countries. Under this system, your employer is your sponsor and they have control over your visa and your ability to leave the country. By that, the, uh, this means that they can decide whether you leave the country or not. So it's like they have the remote over your, your ability to leave their country or not. And this system is, as you have seen, can be exploitative and can make your life difficult. So, as you have seen the dangers of using the Bureau when finding or seeking employment in Middle East, would you still travel to the Middle East via the Bureau to work there? It's a decision that only you can make, but I hope today's episode has given you some food for thought. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Also, there is a link below if you happen to be listening to this pod this episode or podcast uh, outside Spotify and other channels where you can't find the the button where it says send your voice message. You can send your voice message. Also, you can send your, you can drop your comments. You can ask questions in the comment section. And also, feel free to interact with me, and I'll be able to communicate back. Until next time, see you, or let's meet again in Insight with Ambundo Kennedy. It's a bye-bye from me. See you in the next episode.